Previously on X-Men. It's the comic, 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 comic book book. Man, you come right out of a comic book. It's the comic, 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 comic book book. You will run down before me! It's the comic, 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 comic book book. Now I am the master. It's the comic, 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 comic book book. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies. We're Nerd is a New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, with my co-host. This is Eli. Yep, and we're back with another episode, and we were going to record yesterday, but I was dog tired, uh, so I feel like doing today. So we completely missed out on Mother's Day. So, Oh, yeah. Happy Mother's Day to all the mamas and mamas' mamas and all that stuff like that. Uh, normally, we usually give like uh, our favorite mothers, comic book mothers, you know, but I think we've done it so many years that we're going to pretty much repeat ourselves. But I have a new one, Eli. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Thor's mom. Thor's mom. Thor's favorite mom. Thor? For favorite two Thor's mom? For two okay. reasons. Okay. One, because Renee Russo was awesome in Endgame. And uh, Gomer from Comic Cast and Geeks Abs and our boss and all stuff like that reminded me that she's now the leader of the Avengers. Oh, really? And I didn't really think about it. Yeah, in War of the Realms. So I thought about, like, damn, she, she really is the leader of the Avengers. Because in the last book, Cap was like, okay, Thor's mom, what do we do next? He didn't say Thor's mom, but you know. <laughs> But he was deferring to her on what to do next on the mission. So I'm like, damn, so she's like running the Avengers now. So, yeah. But also, here's a, here's a first we're going to do, Eli. Now, we always get the best mom. Now, I want to get the worst mom. The worst mom. The worst mom. Right. And oh, okay. that And that is going to be Marilyn Batson. Oh, who's that now? Oh, you didn't see the movie. Did you see the movie? I didn't see the movie. Sam? I... Oh. Oh, I guess, yeah, she sucked. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Fuck Marilyn Batson. I was going to say Black Mariah from that Luke Cage season two. <laughs> well, that was from, was that from this year or last year? That was last summer, right? It was, that shit came out forever. But yeah, fuck her too. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's fucking, well, you know what? I almost feel sympathetic. Well, I can't feel sympathetic for either one of them. Because, no. yeah, Black Mariah <laughs> sucked, even though her circumstance was, was shitty. But you could saw it, but Mariah, Black, not Black Mariah, Black Marilyn, White Marilyn. Marilyn mm-hmm. uh, Bassett, she pretty much said she almost had the same circumstance like she had him too young and you know maybe it was a kind of a fucked up situation also but at the same time that doesn't really matter about what happened yeah and so yeah because both of them pretty much told their kids I never wanted you don't like you don't even want you in my life now <laughs> pretty much yeah basically the worst shit you can say to a kid right <laughs> so wow all right um that means we can move on past that. Now we can move on to something else. Nobody died, right, Eli? Um, not that I know of. Nobody would, probably so, but nobody would give a shit about. Okay. So, <laughs> so now we can actually talk about a new holiday that just popped up out of nowhere that neither one of us was aware of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, was, and that is X-Men Day. Yeah, I did not know that. I didn't know that. So I decided to dig up and find out exactly what is X-Men Day. And apparently X-Men Day is just a made-up holiday. Okay. That Fox made up. It is not the date that the X-Men debuted, because that was in September of 1963. Uh, it is not the debut of the X-Men movies, because that was in June. So, it's just a thing. They just say X- it's just some random day? It's just a random day. It's just the day that the Dark Phoenix tickets went on sale. 
Okay. So that's 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 what I was about to say. We better make a holiday to remind everybody to give a fuck about this movie coming. Right, out. because other than that, no one gives a fuck <laughs> about this movie. <laughs> so you gotta do something. We got yeah. Batman Day, we got uh Star Wars Day, so fuck it, why not an X-Men Day? But they really went out for this X-Men Day because I went on Twitter, like every X-Men actor, like all of them are on there making tweets and reminiscing about what they did with X-Men. Like, remember the guy that played Sunspot in Days of Future Past? Days of Future Past. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the point. He's making a post about, I enjoyed my time and employing my legacy into the X-Men movies. Like, who the fuck are you? (laughs) Yeah. Sunspot was in that movie? I'm trying to remember. I don't even remember him in the movie. Well, he remembers, so. (laughs) (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) So, yeah, congratulations to X-Men Day or whatever. Uh, Oh, I thought you were going to, like, make me pick my favorite X-Men book or some shit. I mean, I could. Okay. Okay. The reason I wasn't going to linger on it, because I know you hate X-Men, and I'm this close to putting X-Men in the band topics we have, along with Will Smith and... And James Gunn, even though we took James Gunn out the box, so it's okay. Making a shit on X Men like Star I would Wars, Will Smith. you know, we're gonna put him in any box. I mean, X Men ain't that bad. Yeah, that, that's Will Smith. <laughs> I do like one Will Smith movie. Okay, we, and don't worry, but, you will like another one when Bad Boys Three come out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so give, give me your favorite X Men storyline. <laughs> just one, just one. We're not gonna do top five. We're not gonna do top five. Just, just I, one. I, I, I'm just curious. I, I, I'm curious. You know. Fuck it. You know what? I'll say X Men number two thirty four. Okay. Just because of the just pulling just them ass, just because of the cover. It's the cover of Wolverine as the Brood. Uh-huh. I that's like one of my favorite images of all time. Oh, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so okay. On the cover, he's like on his knees. He's got his claws out, but he's infected with the brood, and his face is all fucking gnarly looking with fangs and shit. X-Men, and he, are, are you a bigger X-Men fan than I am, Eli, and not telling me? No, I, that's, that, no, I picked up that book just for the cover, and the, I read the book, and it sucked. <laughs> I, <laughs> so I, have, no, I have no that. idea what you're talking about, so I'm going on Comixology and pulling up right now. Let me see. Yeah, check it out. I think it's yeah. I know that cover memorized because it's like one of my favorite images, comic images of all time. I mean, I I would totally get a poster of that or a shirt if they ever made one because I just love that image of Wolverine. Okay, he's but, like turning half alien or some shit. Yeah, he's got infected with the Brood. Okay, and that so, book. Okay. Yeah, the book is just them fighting the Brood, I guess. And um, like, but that's the thing is. I picked it up thinking, oh, this looks so dope, you know? And then I read it, and it's got, like, Dazzler in it. And, but <laughs> oh, you're just a shitty run of the X-Men, like, yeah. in the 80s. They, they, yeah. You can't count that. That's the thing. That, that's what, that's my track record with the X-Men. It's like, it was always disappointed. Like, oh, this looks so cool. And everyone talks about how awesome this is. And every time I try to get into it, I'm like, yeah, it's really not. Okay, and that's what that, I said. I've been... <laughs> The 80s were a bad time for the X-Men. That was when Mohawk Storm and, you know, Dazzler and shit like that. You got to either go to the 70s or the 90s. And I think Psylocke's in the book, and she's, like, not not hot Psylocke. Yeah, she's, like, Posh Spice, British shit. Like, Like, not not sexy ninja, you know. Like, Wolverine shows up at the end. Like, he's all brooding out and shit. But, you know, it was, like, disappointing, you know. But I like that. I I mean, yeah, I'm that, that... probably isn't my favorite but i'd like that image 
I'll okay. always, I'll never forget that that cover. Okay, my, my favorite, favorite X Men covers the one you know when he's crucified on that X symbol. No, I don't remember that. Oh come on! I've never even read the book. I think the cover was fucking awesome. Like Wolverine's like crucified like Jesus, like X Jesus. Okay, I don't remember oh. the name of the. You knew, you knew, you've seen it before. Oh no! I thought of another story I could have said. Is when when Magneto ripped his ripped Wolverine's fucking. Adamant. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Wolverine got a good shot in and stabbed him. He was like, "Okay, enough of that shit." And then just, yeah. Like, yeah, that shit was fucking awesome. Yeah, I remember that. I did because my brother. That's that's when they rebooted the X Men and the Number Ones and Jim Lee and all that shit. And right, that's when my brother started reading comics, and I read that shit. I gave that a whirl, and that was cool. I was like, "Wow, why that? Why has it never? No one ever thought of that See? until nineties X Men." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Last time they were good. Uh, yeah, like I said, I could rat, rattle off a whole bunch of uh, ones I like. Days, Future Past, Dark Phoenix. Okay, I read it off all of them, but those were awesome. <laughs> Pretty sure there were some other good ones in between. Oh, I see this. Yo, okay, I, I'm seeing this. I'm seeing this cover now. Yeah, the cruci- of, of, crucifixion. Where he's, he's all on the X, yeah. Yeah, I've never read the book. I just know that cover was like, okay, can you do that? Can you crucify Wolverine like Jesus? But, okay, go for it. Yeah. That that would be the same artist for that from that run that I was reading because what what did I like two thirty yeah two thirty four is right there. So Mark Silvestri yeah Mark Silvestri oh was yeah like, that 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 explains a lot yeah that totally, well, see, this love, one they had this one they started becoming you had Mark Silvestri you had like Will Sport Portacio was that his name I might be fucking the name up. and yeah. then you had Jim Lee after this so you had those three all those guys jump shit went to Image. But it was like yeah. that's when X Men started to get like okay, we got to get flashier and sexier and all this shit like that. Yeah, know? that explains why I dig the cover because yeah, I dug on. Yeah, I'll get. Yeah, I read the Witch Blade and the Darkness and yeah, and, and that's what most people don't understand. <laughs> they thinking we like Cyber X-Men. Force and shit, <laughs> right? All that bullshit. People think we're in the X Men because of all the symbolism and the civil rights and the, we didn't give a fuck about that shit, man. No. We cared about the covers, the art, yeah. and the sexy ass women. Basically, and the and the crazy ass powers they had because a mutant they can they can make any crazy ass power with no explanation whatsoever. You know, fuck yeah. it, I shoot fireworks, no fucking reason. Yeah, out of my ass. ass. Yeah. yeah, yeah, out of my ass. You know, just do it. Thundercracker. Right. <laughs> no explanation. You're just like, okay, what are your powers? You know, and just go with it. Like yeah. Rob Liefeld was the most popular artist in in the in the nineties. He wrote X Men books. Did not give a fuck about none of this social commentary shit. I want to make Deadpool. I want to make Cable. I want to make them just blow up shit, muscles, pouches, guns, fuck all the other bullshit, swords, all the other bullshit. Leave it out the window. That's what we love X Men for. Yeah, pretty much. But now I or, think they forgot. Everyone else does. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody. Well, you know, but I do. <laughs> Remember, I was in puberty when I was looking at this shit. So of course it it pertained to my teenage younger self. You know, they make this shit for you, tailor made for me. You know. So, but that's then. Now I think X Men is so far up its own ass; they don't really know how to find their way back. But hopefully, they'll do some shit. That's why I kind of like that Major X shit we were reviewing the other day, only because it's so bad it's good. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's kind of reminding me of why we like X Men, but also why X Men died. So, anyway, yeah. what's next? Oh, you're up. Okay, so something happened with Game of Thrones. Last uh, yesterday, give it to uh, me. Review. I'm gonna go smoke a cigarette and um, uh, yeah. Oh man, yeah. This is uh, it's 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 quite the. This is like the last Jedi all over again. The <laughs> this, people are very yeah. People are so divided on last night's episode. 
Um, this is the second to the last episode. So the series finale is next week. Um, so basically the battle of King's landing where Danny Daenerys, she's the mother of dragons. She rides the dragons. She's got the army, you know, she freed the slaves. She's been cool, you know? Well, last night she went batshit crazy and decided to murder everybody. (laughs) Damn. Okay. Yeah. So during the battle, now, King's Landing, the bitch-ass queen, Cersei, she's a cunt. She sucks. Everybody wanted her to die. You know, she's holed up in the castle, you know, and basically she surrounded, you know, the city with all the, with you know, basically human shields, all the innocent people. She made them come outside to, you know, to shield, you know, and dared the army to come in and invade, mm-hmm. you know. Well, you know, Danny and the army, they waited outside and she took the dragon, you know, in a very stress. The first half of the episode was awesome. And it was very stressful because I was, you know, because she had her other dragons killed because they got these like big giant harpoon guns now that can shoot down the dragons. So I was like, holy shit, she's got one dragon left. You know, her army's been kind of depleted where she's all we're all pissed off of, you know, because the last week where they killed uh, Masande, the, you know, the hot chick from uh, Fast and Furious. Whoa, yeah, she got her. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Whoa, stop. What? Did you say they kill her? Oh, yeah. They killed the fucker. They chopped what? her head off. You can't just fly past that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was... watch the show. <laughs> that was last week. <laughs> what the fuck, man? That but was now last... I got reason to watch it now. That was last week when everyone bitched about, oh, Game of Thrones doesn't represent people of color. But uh, accurately <laughs> like you think <laughs> like this whole thing on yeah game of thrones doesn't yeah isn't accurate representation for black people <laughs> right like the one black dude show got no balls what do you expect you know? <laughs> yeah. so that was last week's shit this week yeah she you know they said okay fuck it we're gonna go invade this fucking city and you know just you know it, it's all comes down to this the final battle right and it was stressful. The dragon flew low. It was really cool. The dragon flew low so the fucking ships couldn't hit it. And then she burned down all the fucking ships. It was fucking cool. Then she went down and burned all the fucking, you know, the 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 you know the, the castle keeps because they had harpoons on there. Just blew all through the fucking city, blowing up all the army and all the fucking harpoon guns. It was fucking glorious. And then the fucking uh the walls breached, her army goes in and fucking uh, you know, basically makes the other army, the, the city army, surrender. So they drop their swords. They're like, okay, we're pretty much dead, you know. And she's sitting on top of, she finally sits, she's sitting there, you know, lands her dragon on top of this building and just like the battle was won. She won. She took the city, you know, without killing all the fucking innocent people. All she had to do was fly up to the fucking castle and have the dragon eat that bitch and it would have been cool, yeah. you know. And it was like she's sitting there, and I was like, I was so, I was like, like fucking kind of freaking out. I was like, you're sitting duck, man. So this is Game of Thrones. I know fucked up shit's gonna happen. And I'm thinking, there's one harpoon gun left. I'm thinking she's a sitting duck. She's about to get fucking shot, you know, sitting on top of that building with their dragon. And I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And she decides to just take off and burn everybody. <laughs> Wow. Okay. She goes on a kill crazy rampage and burns the whole fucking city down. All the innocent people. It was like, what the fuck? 
why is she all of a sudden going crazy? That's my problem. And I was so fucking pissed. This is so inconsistent with the character. And I don't give a fuck about everybody arguing, saying, no, as ever since season one, we've seen this comment. Like, no, no, you're full of shit. No. Oh, so you're on the opposite side of the argument. Yeah. I was like, oh, this, plus this twist. is I didn't total, see it coming. Okay. Yeah, this is total bullshit. You know? <laughs> oh, okay. she doesn't all of a sudden go crazy just because her dad was crazy. That's right. just dumb writing. And it's just dumb. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like, why, you know. It's like the whole thing. I hope Luke Skywalker goes to the dark side. Like, why? (laughs) Like, what would make him go to the dark side now? After all the shit he's been through, what would make him decide to become a fucking, you know, to go evil? Right. Traffic, traffic too bad on Coruscant. I can't take it anymore. Oh, you know, like this bullshit, you know? So that, that was my thing. And I'm arguing with everyone. Like, this is dumb. Oh no. She's killed people before. Yes. She's killed assholes that deserve to die. She's never killed like innocent people. She's she's freed the slaves. She wanted to get rid of tyrants and make the world a better place. You know, there was never never any hint that all of a sudden she's just going to go this kill crazy rampage and massacre like women and children and shit. Okay, let me you know? interject for a second. Did she get was it like a dark phoenix situation since we talking about X-Men what did she get possessed or you know a dragon take over her brain or some bullshit or something? No. No, not really. I mean, she lost there's been some conflict lately, you know, they don't love her like the queen, like, you know, she's coming into, you know, there's some conflict. They don't, a lot of, some people don't trust her and, you know, she fucked Jon Snow before she knew he was her nephew and that all that shit. So there's that incest thing going on. And so there's some emotional like bullshit she's had to deal with lately, but nothing I would think that, okay, I'm just going to go and murder the world now. You know, my nephew won't fuck me. Guess I got to kill everybody now. Like, (laughs) it just just doesn't gel. You know what I mean? You know, to me, it just doesn't gel. And I just thought, what the hell? You know, and that's the thing. Game of Thrones, it's always been a challenge to watch because nothing ever goes how you want it. But at least they were consistent with the characters. At least you knew the characters were doing what they were doing. And this just felt so out of place for you know, the mother of dragons, everyone's been rooting for her all this time to all of a sudden become the villain. Like at the last second of the last episode, now she's the bad guy. It's just like, what the fuck? You know? Wow. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. I knew some oh. people were like really bitching about it. That's the thing. Like most Game of Thrones episodes that come out, like people are one sided. Oh, this episode's awesome. Oh, this episode sucks. Like, y'all having a hard time for me to get into this show when y'all can't even get divided on, you know, <laughs> united on what you like, you know? Oh, I do want to say, I do want to say this, Eli. Uh, I've, I've actually, somebody actually sat me down. Actually, I watched the first two episodes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So some of this stuff you're saying now, when you're saying the Draconians, you know, fought the, the Atlanteans and the Apollonians, <laughs> I'm starting to understand that shit now. You know, with first you were just like throwing words at me, you know. The Apollonians and the vanity. And- right. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm starting to understand a little bit now. So it's just slightly becoming English. So, yeah. The time and the revolution. <laughs> right. <laughs> Two thousand zero zero party over. Oops, at a time. <laughs> oh man! But that's one more thing I want to say about that because the reason I have Fifty Cent on the picture and stuff like that because you know he now that this is a, what is like the next to the last episode, like the last episode of Game of Thrones coming up. Yeah, next week's the last episode. Like of 
That's like that's it after that. Uh, of it, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because now that you know Game of Thrones is starting to wrap up, another show that I never watch at all is Power. So apparently oh. they're about to come out with their, I think their last season also or something. I don't know. I don't keep like I said. I don't keep up with either one of these shows anyway. And Fifty Cent came out with a show, and for some reason he's saying that the Game of Thrones fans are trolling him, or harassing him, or bullying him. Maybe. Well, I guess so, because that show's funny. Like what? The... <laughs> I mean, I mean the picture you put on here is funny. Right, and that's the thing. That's from his Instagram page. <laughs> oh, he did that. He did that. <laughs> or maybe I think somebody else did that, and he did it to troll them. So basically, Fifty Cent put up, put up an Instagram post, and I'm gonna quote his exact words: what he said to Game of Thrones fans. Okay. Okay. It says words now, not mine. Uh, this shit ain't nothing but a hating ass, but nothing that uh, he's and he's talking about the uh, <laughs> before I get into it, he's talking about the picture that he posted. So obviously, somebody else did this and he's posting it. So okay. this shit ain't nothing but hating ass Game of Thrones fans sit here with too much time on their hands, mad because power is the number one show. Fuck you and your flying dragons. We on some <laughs> real shit, ho. <laughs> that shit don't even rhyme, man. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, so so fifty just trolling people back and forth like that. So I don't know. But the funny thing is, it's weird because I, honestly, I feel like the people that watch Power and the Game of Thrones are the same fan base. Now, I'm not saying everybody that watch Game of Thrones watch Power, but I know everybody that watch Power watch Game of Thrones. I guess it's yeah. weird. You think they'd be two different demographics, but they all watch the shit. Oh no! Like Game of Thrones got everybody. If you see, if go to go to YouTube and get and just like. Search Game of Thrones reactions, right? And you'll see like, you know, all kinds of folks just like fucking, you know, reacting to episodes, shit that goes on in the episodes and shit, you know, yeah. Damn. Okay. So basically, Game of Thrones just has everybody, so it doesn't doesn't yeah. matter what you watch. You, everybody watches it. Yeah, it shows like big, you know, like a big gang of black dudes like watching, you know, and oh shit, like reacting to the fucking uh, the, the 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 Night King battle. With right. the, the, the ice zombies and shit, and them like, you know, it looks like you know, it, it was that was the same weekend as Endgame. So yeah, that oh, yeah, was a, people were debating about what was better. Oh, uh, the the Night Stalker episode was way <laughs> better than Endgame. Did I fuck it up again? Night King, yeah, that guy, close okay. enough. <laughs> yeah, close enough. <laughs> it's way better than Endgame. I'm just like, oh man, why we gotta have this war, man? Why can't everybody just just like what they like? They were both awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, I, Cat, look, I don't, I'm not knocking dope. the show. Yeah. But Eli, y'all seem kind of cultish, man. They really do. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't know. Like I said, this has been like Lord of the Rings for hipsters. You know what I, I mean? Guess. You know, it's been like, like, you know, when it's like how the MCU is. You know, those casual Marvel fans that only follow the movies and think they know shit because they, you know, they they follow the MCU movies. Right. Well, this is like the same thing. They don't know. They're not into nerd shit. They don't. They don't. They're not into fantasy. They don't play Dungeons and Dragons. Not that I do either. But right. you know, this is like their one nerdy thing that they have. And you know, it's like okay, this is this is just Lord of the Rings. Like my sister never seen Lord of the Rings, but she's you know loves Game of Thrones. Right. You know, <laughs> you know so that yeah, you 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 deal with that that those those you know those tourists those you know fairway fair weather fans you know right. <laughs> So, I guess. Uh, can we move on past this? Yeah. Okay. Sound interesting. Now that I know what you're talking about, kind of. Yeah. Catch about 20, 30% of what you're saying now. So. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. So, like I said, we next move on. We next move on to the actual podcast. We just been bullshitting around the whole time. Like we can get into the media podcast, talk about what we normally talk about the box office numbers, and we're just gonna just jump into it and go to it. Uh, number one, Elon, give it to me. What is it? It's got to be Endgame, right? I mean, what it else is? It is, but it's close. <laughs> oh, really? What it the was fuck close else came this out? week. Yeah. Oh, it, that fucking Pikachu movie the came Pikachu out. Pikachu movie. It? The Pikachu oh. movie did fifty four million. So yeah, it came out the gate. It came out swinging. Endgames had to hang on to their top spot, so they almost got taken out. So, oh, uh, yeah, that's that's understandable. I I can see. You know. Yeah, looking at these numbers, Detective Pikachu probably going to end up being the highest grossing video game movie of all time, and it's not going to be close. That's right. As you said, that's a video game. I it's a video game movie. People forget about that. Yeah. <laughs> like Nintendo is on the like you know when they made the logos of these movies, it, Nintendo was on there. Oh no shit. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, so. Since no one's buying the Switch, hey, make a movie. <laughs> make movies. It's, it's like they did with comic books. Nobody's yeah. buying Iron Man. Make a movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, number three, we have The Hustle. What is that about? I don't know. I don't know. Is that, is that with Kevin Hart or some shit? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like it would be. <laughs> you, well, you probably took a wild guess and probably got it right. I don't know. <laughs> uh, number four, The Intruder. Uh, oh, that's the Dennis Quaid horror flick. Yeah, I didn't know it was a black movie, man. It's a black movie. Yeah, it's a black. Well, it may or may not be a black movie. All I know is that all anytime like intruder, Kevin Hart's and in Lil, that too. And no, nah, Kevin Hart's not in this one. <laughs> but you know, like what was that other movie? What men want? Then I get you know oh. get phone calls and texts. So when are we gonna go see this? I'm like, go see what? I'm like, oh fuck, Intruder's <laughs> one of those movies. Oh shit, no guy wants to see these movies. We get just drug to this shit. <laughs> so, uh, what else we got? Five long shot. Uh, we have six palms. Palms. P O M S. Nope. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Now we and we wonder why Endgame making so much money. <laughs> uh, it's like a, a theater graveyard right now. Number seven, Ugly Dolls. Uh, yeah. nope. Number eight, Breakthrough. And number nine, Token. Oh, that's right. The fucking the the J.R.R. Token biopic. They, that's a thing. Yeah, it looked all right. I wouldn't mind watching I've it. I don't know it. If, I've never heard that even existed. Yeah, it's like a it's it's a it's a it's a, it's a, it's a biopic about his life. He goes to war and all that all the shit that inspired right. He's him to write the Lord of the Rings to make, shit. Uh, yeah. Like his own mythology. Who who's playing Token? Uh, what's his name? Holt. What's his guy's name? He played uh, oh, Beast. Beast. Yeah. More X-Men tie-ins. Yeah. Fury Road. He was in Fury Road. They really try to make that guy a thing. Like, they really push this guy. He was in that zombie love movie, too. Oh, yeah. I didn't see it, but... I didn't see it either, but, yeah. Yeah. He was in it. Uh, Number 10, Curse of the... Oh, that shit. That shit's still in there, Yeah. Yeah. Mexican ghost story. Yeah, Mexican ghost story. All right, so where is Avengers sitting at right now? So Avengers right now is sitting at uh two point four billion. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So you, it's crazy. probably two weeks. <laughs> in two weeks, it did that money. But here's the thing: now they got about they now they got about three hundred million left to go. Oh, to take Avatar. To take out Avatar. Now people are saying all they need is three hundred million more. Three hundred million is a lot. You just can't say mm-hmm. all they need. I mean. Yeah. They're going to get it because Disney is going to leave this movie in the theaters as long as it takes. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it can be out on Blu-ray. It's still going to be in the theaters. Yeah, I would see that, yeah. Yeah, making money. They And they'll find some way to like boost numbers and stuff like that. 
or give a free ticket with Spider-Man or some bullshit. Ain't no telling what they'll do. They will find a way. Well, then they what they said they added a post-credit scene or some shit now. They said they added um, Spider-Man Far From Home trailer at the end of the movie. At the end of the movie. At the end of the movie. Because let's say this is your first time going to see it and that's the first thing you see. Oh. Tony Stark is dead. Like, wait, what? That's right. So it kind of makes sense for that. Oh, I saw it again. I saw the movie again. So this is my third time watching it. Oh, you see it twice now, or three uh, no, times? Third time. Oh, three times. Okay. Yes, three times. Now the reason I'm going to see see it again because I want to watch like different, you know, formats. What I saw before. So this time I saw it in D box. Now okay. we call it D box. I'm hearing D box same thing as a uh, 4D. Oh, is it? Oh, really? I think. You know where you're in the seats and it moves around and jerks you around and stuff? You know, oh, well, not, okay. Not jerk you off, but you know what I mean. <laughs> That'd be an awesome city. <laughs> That'd be awesome, man. <laughs> right. Yeah. Two tickets, please. That's fuck shit, make three billion. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> awesome, man. Best movie ever. <laughs> Going back tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was moving around in the sea, you know, doing the fight scene, stuff like that. And there was one scene that had me worried, Eli. And that was when Black okay. Widow jumped off that cliff. And I oh. got scared for a second that my seat was going to do like a thud. <laughs> like you were, like you were going to get ejected or something? <laughs> right. <laughs> or just as soon as she hit the ground, like, boom. Like, no, I don't want to feel that shit. No. Did, did, you get, did you get sprayed with shit? No, not in this. They don't spray people in this one, so I guess it's not oh, okay. the real 4D experience. Oh, okay. You still leaving that, but I don't want to get sprayed with shit in my face. I'm like, <laughs> not my thing. Maybe if it's your thing, you know, <laughs> listeners or whatever. So yeah, so that's my third time going. I'm trying to go on IMAX. I have it planned around when I'm going to do it again, but we'll see from there. So yeah, oh, you got to like drive somewhere for IMAX, don't you? Yeah, but I think I'm gonna just go because I think I got a trip coming up like in June or something like that. So I'm gonna just go when I get to a real city. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you know, just get my tickets planned ahead then, and I just go then. Uh, yeah. That means, say, like I said, we talked about Avengers Endgame. Let's just briefly talk about the actual Dark Phoenix poster one more time. You know, we did talk about X-Men Day. Let's talk about the Dark Phoenix poster. Uh, plus, I want to talk about X-Men one more time also. All right. Here's something that's always went through my head, Eli. The X-Men theme song. Everybody knows the theme song, right? Yeah. Is it me or is this the exact same as Whitney Houston's I'm Your Baby Tonight? Oh, I don't have. Well, I don't even know how the song goes. Whatever you I'm want your baby from tonight. me. It sounds the same to me. Anybody listening, go back and listen to Whitney Houston's I'm Your Baby Tonight. It sounds like a remix of X-Men theme song. That's just me. Maybe I'm off base. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, like I said, they got an X-Men movie coming out. No one gives a shit. They made up a fake day to promote it. Maybe it'll make money. Maybe it won't. I don't know. The trailer didn't even really show anything. It just showed like some background clips of some old movies and then just showed this. So really not even selling anybody on a movie. Comes out in three weeks. I don't even know if we're going to do like a full, you know how we like do like movie reviews, like a whole thing. Uh, I don't know if that's even worth it. Well, yeah, because then I would have to see it if we had if we were doing that. I mean, here's the, if you don't see it, then by <laughs> default, we're not going to do it. I'm not going to talk about this shit by myself for an hour. <laughs> You know, I'm not I mean, I might, you know, just depending what comes out. I mean, you know. Look, we're going to talk we'll about see. that shit 15 minutes, then talk about Water Realms for the rest. Because <laughs> that's so awesome, too. Right. You're the only you're the only one talking about that, too? No, Gomer's talking about it, too. Gomer's talking about it. 
Oh, well, let's get him on the show and you guys can. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, why you just sit back and smoke a cigarette while we talk about some <laughs> bullshit. Thor's mom is the leader of the Avengers yeah, and shit. I'll, I'll be on Pornhub looking up, you know, Black <laughs> Widow and Hawk porn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Okay, so like I said, we talked about that, but something happened last week that we probably need to just briefly address for no reason. Uh, and that's Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it came feels out like... many, many, many millennia ago, I guess. Yeah, it feels like it. <laughs> right. In internet terms, you know. It came yeah. out so long ago we forgot about it, but I guess we can briefly just talk about it. And now they're saying that, you know, Mysterio is from the multiverse because they're saying that the snap, you know, tore a hole in reality and some shit. You know, we don't yeah. know which snap was it. Thanos snap was it. Hulk snap was it. Tony snap. Mm-hmm. Who knows? All of them, maybe. <laughs> so, so yeah. So now there's a, a multiverse, and people are upset because Mysterio said that you know Spider Man lives in the six one six. When technically it's not the six one six, it's the one nine nine. It's the hundred ninety nine. One nine 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 nine. That's the Earth, I think. Wow. Something I looked it up today. So. You're a fucking nerd. Uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you took him my pocket protector. <laughs> so, yeah, so the 616 is actually in the comic book, so now people are mad because they're saying that the, the movie universe is the real universe and the comic universe doesn't exist anymore. And Calm down. Get ready to relax. We all know Mysterio is full of shit. Yeah, no shit. That's what I was saying. Right. Like, he can't believe any of that shit he's saying. Yeah. He's, none of the shit he's doing is real. Right. That's all. He's just, he's just David Copperfield. Right. That's his thing. That's what he does. Yeah. You know. So just let that go. Uh, but at the same time, it does bring him interesting if they did decide to go a multiverse route, you know, because it could open something. What if this Mysterio is a Mysterio from another universe that actually fought Spider-Man? Just like, man, fuck this shit. I'm tired of Spider-Man whooping my ass. Let me go to another universe where he's younger so I can kick his ass. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's from the Sony universe. <laughs> I was just thinking that also. It's a way to, end, you know, the, the what's that? Uh, what was the damn move? Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. Oh yeah. They could tie all that go. shit together now. There you go. Yeah. And then another yeah. thing I was thinking about: what if the MCU is just a pocket dimension from Franklin Richards? Now it's weird, but that <laughs> actually happened in the comics. <laughs> they could definitely do that. They got to do something. Yeah, what they do that? They just like yeah. you know, all of a sudden it's just Franklin Richards in the bed with this universe in his hand, and Frank and you know, Reed Richards saying, "Go to sleep," and like, okay, and he just close the hand, and that's the end of the MCU. <laughs> you know, but that happened in the comics, and because in the comics, Franklin Richards he took like the Avengers, uh, all the heroes that didn't sell, on <laughs> non non X Men and Spider Man, put them in another universe. That was that onslaught bullshit. He put them in an, their own universe. So they live. There was no X Men. That was that bullshit when like Jim Lee and Rob Liefeld came back and they did their own versions of the X Men. I mean the, the Avengers and shit. Completely yeah, fucking sucked. I must have missed all that. It sucked. Don't worry about it. It, it shit lasts like twelve issues and they realized and then they showed at the end of it. Franklin Richards had the whole shit in the universe and then he just brought him back into the regular universe and that was it. Uh, fun fact: That's actually how Hill Street Blues ended. I was just about to say that. Yeah, I was the, about to say like Hill Street Blues, but I didn't think anybody was gonna get it. Yeah, I don't want to make myself Nobody sound probably old will as fuck. get it, but I know for a fact Hill Street Blues in the same way. Like the whole thing was like in a, a snow globe. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was like, but I don't want to sound old, anyway. <laughs> I remember that shit also, history. But the thing was, there didn't Hill Street Blues have like its own shared universe also? Like, hey, Hill Street Blues, and what was that show with Howie Mandel on it? It was a uh, 
St. Elsewhere? St. Elsewhere? Oh, yeah. Jeez. I think they crossed over. So that yeah. St. Elsewhere didn't exist either. Fuck, <laughs> we are. Fuck it. <laughs> you know? But I think it was some other, like, who who made, didn't Dick Wolf make all those shows? I don't remember who did it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think Dick Wolf made all the shows. But anyway, I think some of those characters from, like, Hill Street Blues or St. Elsewhere, one of those, like, popped into another show. So basically, like, the entire NBC network is just in the mind of that one boy. Yeah, I guess. Wow. It was, like, all in the family, and you had the Jeffersons. and Yeah, all that shit was, like, tied together because the Jeffersons was a spinoff all in the family because the mom was their house cleaner or some shit, you know. Yeah, and then was that – who was that? The, the maid. Was that the – or was that – a was that 227? Was that from there, too, or no? No, no, no. I know what you're talking about. No. Yeah. Uh, 227, even though the maid, the mom on 227 was the maid on the Jeffersons, but she was playing two different characters. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know they're so like the Facts of Life. Yeah, the Facts of Life. Yeah. Facts of Life is strokes. a spinoff of what? What? what different is it? Strokes. Is it? Okay. Yeah. So it's a Mrs. Garrett strokes. was used to be the original maid on Different Strokes. Yeah. I know all the kids know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about shit like from the 70s and the 80s and yeah. <laughs> nothing to do with comic books we're talking about Ty Bridges yeah. <laughs> so I guess uh, we move Mr. T all... Mr. T was on was on different don't say he was ones. on St. Elsewhere because that means he's also from the mind of that boy from the snow globe <laughs> yeah oh man Mr. T is an imaginary character okay yeah. well they um, gotta do something because they got all these un, untitled Marvel movies coming out Oh, yeah, that's what I want to talk about. I was, I was, you know, filibustering, but you actually gave me a good reason why I was filibustering. I forgot why. Yes, we'll talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> so first, let's talk about these Marvel movies coming out because the thing is Marvel has announced their dates for the movies coming up, but they haven't released the name of the movies coming out. However, yeah. uh, they said, I think around summertime, they're actually going to release the names of the movies. Okay. So, And I'm going to give the date. And they also gave Star Wars also, so I'm trying to see if my eyesight is fucked. So from right now... Now till next May, there will be no MCU movies until then. Yeah. We don't know which the next movie's coming out. If we take a guess, next movie. So they got uh two movies that, coming out in twenty. That's probably why they pushed fucking uh 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 New Mutants out again so they can right. try to get people to give a shit about comic book movies. Yeah, but I mean if they're gonna put New Mutants out, it need to be somewhere in is it gonna come out this year? It it's needs coming to. out it's coming out sometime. No, they pushed it to next Next February or March or something. Okay. Yeah. Well, as long as they crank it out before they get started with the MCU again. So, 2020 has two MCU movies coming out. Uh, 2021 has three. And 2022 has three also. So, they're, they're cranking up the schedule again. So, they're going to be back in full swing, cranking out movie after movie after movie. Now, like I said, we know Black Panther 2 is coming out, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange 2, we know that's coming out. Eternal, so that's three movies. Shang Chi, uh, did they say they're making a Shang Chi? They're making a Shang Chi movie. They already found a director. Guardians two. Guardians, Guardians two. Yeah, damn, man, is that that's like they were named like five movies already. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but like one, five, six, eight. There was like eight movies on schedule, so still like three more. Uh, people are saying, oh, they're gonna put an Avengers movie on there. They're not. Yeah, I guarantee. I guarantee. I bet my reputation. There will not be an Avengers movie listed in this slate right here. Yeah, why? Right, like, the Scarlet <laughs> Witch and the Avengers. Like, no. 
yeah. not going to happen. So that's Marvel, but they also released Star Wars also. And I found this pretty interesting, Eli. Okay, so the next movie, of course, they already got that name. That's Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. It comes out this year? Yeah, comes out this year. Yeah. Uh, and then just three more movies on the, on the horizon and pretty much right after each other. 2022, 2024, 2026. Trilogy. Every other year, yeah. Right, trilogy. But there's no... Side stories in between, like a Star Wars story, nothing like that. It's just just trilogy and it. So yeah, they can they can those because of Solo, right? So <laughs> the boycott worked. We did it, Eli. Yeah, we ruined the Bobby One movie. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they said we won, but they didn't say what we lost. <laughs> <laughs> what did it cost you? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> so yeah, so that's what we got. So the Star Wars stuff is pretty easy to figure out. It's pretty pretty much. But pretty much going to be the Ryan Johnson trilogy. So I don't know. They're saying that that got canceled now. They're saying, and it's well, gonna they're gonna go with the Game of Thrones guys now. But now, uh, now that Game of Thrones is going, who knows? That's another thing. Why do they keep throwing these Game of Thrones people in everything, man? <laughs> like I said, I'm not saying the show is bad, but they really like. For instance, that that chick from from Game of Thrones and and playing Jean Grey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was fan casted. That's you know how people are always saying Idris Elba should play everybody. That's why they picked her because they just fan cast. Uh, who you know who would play a good Jean Grey? This Game of Thrones chick. They just stuck her in a movie. She even yeah. said herself there were better people playing the role than her. But they just picked her just because the fans wanted her. Yeah, I mean the chick from yeah da- Daenerys was in Solo. You know? Like why? <laughs> <laughs> and she was in Terminator. She played. You look nothing like Linda Hamilton. Yeah. That Terminator movie sucked too. Well. <laughs> Wait, which 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 Terminator movie are we talking about? Uh, the the Genesis, the, the Genesis one with her. Movie. Yeah, the one with her. Here's the thing. Okay, let me talk about that one. It was bad, but me personally, I felt it was entertainingly bad. If you treat the movie like fan fiction, it's watchable. Um, my my opinion. Okay. <laughs> my opinion. That's all I'm saying. If you just treat it like it's not connected with anything, I it's guess just if a you thing. call it a fan film, like somebody got on YouTube, YouTube and, and, and just put, they didn't have the, the, they didn't have the budget to make something cool, right? And they just half-assed this shitty movie, and it was on. Yeah. Exactly. That's my yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. You could yeah. watch it and be somewhat entertained by it. That's all. I, I guess, but the sad fact is they did have a budget to do something. <laughs> Well, you can't win them all. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Uh, can we move to the video game section? Sure. Okay. Just pre- real briefly what I want to talk about. Final Fantasy VII. I, some people love it. Some people hate it. Some people are excited for it. Apparently, they dropped a new trailer. They were comparing it with the old move, old game that was coming out in, in 2020, 2019, 1970, not 1979, 1997. It's not that old. Yeah, it was an old shit. <laughs> right. Uh, and they're saying yeah, the move the game is going to be episodic, so yeah, it's still on pace to come out. So, uh, yeah, when hopefully I'm still alive when that movie actually come, when that game comes out. I don't know, <laughs> it's taking forever. Uh, another game that's supposed to be coming out that's getting a lot of buzz right now is uh Tom Clancy Ghost Recon Breakpoint. You're gonna be interested in Celia. Oh yeah. Yeah, because guess who got to play the bad guy of this game? Idris Elba. No, but close. Actually, not even close. But, uh, John Bernthal. Oh, okay. Yeah, voice oh, cap. Oh, okay. I think, I think I've seen some of that, yeah. Yeah, voice cap, mocap, all the stuff like that. So, yeah, he's going to be in the game. And honestly, I think video games should probably steer clear of, you know, putting celebrities in there. Because 
what if that celebrity gets to it? Okay, for instance, Kevin Spacey was the star of the last Call of Duty movie. Game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now you got people like, eh, I don't know if I should play that game because Kevin Spacey, you know, might molest me or some shit, you know. So not saying John Berthold might do We don't know what the fuck John Berthold's doing this pastime. You <laughs> might, might find out some crazy shit later on. You never know. Uh, you never know. You never know. <laughs> 20 years from now, yeah. Right. Dan, we're not allowed to play Ghost Recon anymore. We yeah. We got to cancel Ghost Recon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, they're gonna keep doing. It. But at the same time, you put a famous actor in these in these games, they do sell, you know. So, eh, why not? Um, that's all I got. Can we actually move to the next part? Sure. Oh, okay. I thought you were. I thought you were. I mean, do you like Final Fantasy? I like every other one. Oh, I'm okay. not a Final Fantasy nut. I've I've beaten a few of them. And, okay. Yeah, and they trust me. They take about over hundred hours to beat them. Yeah. yeah, never so, played it, but I, I yeah I know people who have. It's, it's an acquired taste. It's a it's yeah. an acquired. You either into it or you're not. It's that's all I can say about Final Fantasy. They're gonna remap this one where it doesn't play like the same one played in 1997 because it, you if you try to play that you try to make that remake the game the same exact way it was then these kids won't be able to play that game because oh, okay. because these kids they suck at video games nowadays. Basically, everything is too hard for them. They need cheat codes. They need uh, monetary transactions, DLC. You can't be a hard game. They don't want to play it anymore. So that that game back in 1997, it was hard. You got to sit down, learn, plan your guy, stuff like that. So they're going to make it simple and easy and, you know, spoon-feed it to these kids nowadays. So that's the thing. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my thing. So, yeah, I'm, but Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VII wasn't even my favorite. A lot of people say it's like their favorite game of all time. Like, period. Best game of all time. When in my favorite Final Fantasy, even of the PlayStation era. I like 8 and 9 better. That's just me. Don't at me. Or come at me. <laughs> come at me, bro. Right. <laughs> but that's all I got to say on that. So let's go ahead and move to actual the meat of the podcast. Part that okay. pays the bills. Yeah. Okay. So this is the part that pays the bills, the comic book bullies, where we actually talk about the comic books. We talk about a bu- uh, bunch of books that came out this weekend. Eli, can we start with the, I guess, the book of the week? Even though I know you hate this series, but let's talk about sure. it anyway. <laughs> okay. Sure. Don't worry. I'll narrate it. I'll do the heavy lifting. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about the uh, Batman Who Laughs, which is issue number five. We're going to talk about this one. I'm trying to think what happened in the beginning of this book. Okay. So the beginning of this book, uh, it took me a while to remember. Okay. So Batman uh, has been set up and framed by the Batman Who Laughs. The Batman Who Laughs gets away laughing at him, stuff like that. While the the guards of Blackgate Penitentiary are shooting at him, so the only way he can finally get away from him, he has to hold up. He's using the dead Bruce Wayne from the alternate reality as a bullet shield, you know. So they don't shoot him, but they're flanking him, coming around. So eventually they're gonna hit him. Eventually, so he decides that I think you know what? Since I know all these guards, what if I just say their names so they can believe that I'm the real Batman? I can get away. So he says the name, but I guess he didn't remember how he does it because when he does end up threatening their families, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, uh, your dad that walks alone at nighttime. I know where he lives. I know where your sister stays. You let me walk and that's it. And then here's the really fucked up part that it took me the second time to read it to catch what happened. He cuts off the head of the Bru- dead Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And holds at him. I was like, what I the was, fuck? That was, was pretty gnarly. I was like, that. and then he said, because I'm the goddamn Batman who laughs. Who laughs. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> okay, that is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets away and stuff like that. Uh, next, and I'm just kind of fast forward through the rest of the part. Basically, Gordon is still held hostage by the the Grim Knight, the Dark Bat, Punisher Batman. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he holds out a nice thing about the car, but Batman, he sends some more crows out of the attack him and stuff like that. He gets away, uh, and before the other crows can attack him, he gets rescued by James Gordon Jr. And James Gordon Jr. calls Batman, tells him, Batman, we're trapped, come get us. Batman goes sends like his bat sub to go get him. Brings to the Batcave so he can go ahead and activate the last lab protocol. Uh, he tells Gordon, okay, you press the button, and I have to press the button two minutes after you because if I don't, this is going to lock up and we won't be able to do it for another week. So Gordon presses the button, and Batman gets ready to put his hands on the button. He's like, wait a minute. Something's not right here. Batman, this is a setup. He wants us to do this. Obviously, he found a way to get into the uh, the system, and if I press this button, all I'm going to do is just quarantine Gotham so nobody can come save us while he infects everybody. And so, But before he can, you know, they debate on whether or not they should do it, Batman who lab basically calls him. You know, Batman has to call, and he tells him, yeah, I want you to do it the whole time. I want you to press the button so you can lock down Gotham. Uh, oh, and I forgot to say about the, the Court of Owls. He kills all the Court yeah. of Owls and brings yeah. over the Batman that you know, conquered the Court of Owls from his reality, brings him over here. May or may not have killed him. We don't know, you know. Uh, that was it, dope. Yeah, that, I shouldn't have flew through that part, but I, I remember it was like that some was... awesome shit I'm forgetting, but that was yeah. awesome. <laughs> uh, and basically he's telling the whole time, like, yeah, I want you to quarantine Batman, uh, Gotham. I want you to uh, shut down the system so I can have access to it, and I'm going to fuck up <laughs> Gotham, and I want you to help me. And then at the very end of it, yeah, Batman pressed the button. And mm-hmm. the end. <laughs> so we'll see what happens next time because the last last protocol has been activated. And obviously going to be some really fucked up shit that's going to go on. But yeah, I forgot. That quarter vowel scene was cool as hell because uh, the Batman who laughs like chopped off the Talon's hands and shit like that. He was like, I love your, uh, I love the quarter vowels. Matter of fact, my favorite world is the world that one of my alternate universe versions of me conquered it. You know, And then we bring over Batman. That's a Talon. You know, just yeah. the head of Court of Owls and they fight. But I have a feeling he didn't kill that Court of Owls bad guy. I think he might come back. Yeah. I just like the whole trial where they're holding him on trial and he's talking all that shit. And, yeah, because it was the same you know. thing that, you know, he did in the original Court of Owls. They're like, the, let the little one decide. You know? Yeah. And <laughs> he ends up killing them all. <laughs> right. It was fucking cool. Like, boom, boom. You hear the fucking... You know, oh, yeah. You guys, right, because they try to that, run away from him. That maze... You know what this maze you guys made... <laughs> <laughs> this labyrinth yeah surprise and you hear boom 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 <laughs> that was dope you know? oh man so um, overall yeah I'm, I'm gonna give this I'm, I'm gonna give this uh, I'm gonna give a 4 to 5 give a 4 to 5 yeah I agree I must say stuff is starting to pick up did you notice that this is no longer a 6 issue it's now 7 <laughs> you know what they did that shit with uh, Heroes in Crisis Okay, yeah. Yeah, they're just adding stories for no reason. It's just like, okay. Well, as long as they're not going to half-ass the end, because I was a little worried. Okay, we got two more issues. What are they going to do? And um, it's still still – it's still building towards something, but there's a lot of cool shit that happened in this book. Like, yeah, like the Court of Owls. I do like the fact that you find out where the crows came from. Well, I think he he said that these crows were specifically designed to be like his son, not like the other crows. Yeah, like oh, I thought he's uh, that he took yeah that um, he modeled them after his son. And yeah, because uh, I think he's got like a bunch of crows. You know, the other crows he had in the other book, like they, I think they killed all them. He yeah. got some more crows. And then the fact that uh, you know, then his son comes and rescues him and shit. You know? Right. Like that's not me or whatever. Oh, so. I also like it. I, I forgot to say how James Gordon was about to shoot Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, okay, yeah. yeah, he's going fucking crazy about the shoot. I did Batman did that thing, and then he dropped some sta- uh, 
drop the building on them or you know the cave on them or whatever yeah so yeah i mean i yeah this was picking up you know i i enjoyed it you know i was i because i started reading this is like the one of the last books i read i was like uh Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have we have two different philosophies on this book right now because it was the first one I picked. All like Batman who lands, let's go, you know. Yeah, I just been thinking it's been just dragging, you know. It's just I felt it's just dragging. So yeah. I mean, but, but this, this I'm kind of ready for it to end to see how it you know unfolds, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. All right. So. That's all I got. I, I'll let you go next, even though I read the same next book that you did too. So. Um. What What did you read? Uh, and no, actually, I got another book I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna let you go, and then I'm gonna go. Um, let's see. I'll do Batman Detective Comics. You know this uh one oh one thousand and three. Cool. Uh, yeah. So basically, the the uh what's what's do they call the 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 night the uh, what are they called again this this uh Azrael that's not, not Azrael what is it the the the, the Arkham Knight or whatever the Dark Arkham Knight. Yeah. Um, turns out, uh, you know, she captures Damien. It's a really cool story with Damien, kind of on his own. He gets captured by the this this society of uh, of uh, you know of of Arkham Knights that are trying to you know wash the darkness away from Batman or from Gotham. And we're finding out that uh, that you know she basically employed, you know. She's got Arkham Asylum. All you know, the, the, all these people are from Arkham, you know, and you find out that it's uh, what's her face? It's um, the daughter of uh, the guy, the guy, the, the daughter of Arkham, the the guy, the, the from Arkham. yeah, whoever that is. She's the daughter. That's who this is, and she's been planning this, and she's got like all the crazies. Kind of in her army and shit, so it's it's really cool. It, it fucking uh, it's building up towards you know this mystery of who you know we're all like who the fuck is this? Is it you know is it going to be Jason Todd? Is it going to be who else or Azrael or whoever the fuck? But it's not. So it's 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 you know the the plot is thickening. So this was like really dope. I, it's four out of five. I'm digging this. So yeah, on to the next. Cool, cool. Okay. Uh, next book I got is Batman and the Outsiders. Okay. I did not read this. Okay, I thought for sure you would have read this. Okay, no, I, lo- I thought about it, but yeah, you know. I guess I guess you would think because we did too many Batman books, we don't we don't ha- we have already have enough, so, <laughs> and then I went ahead and did it anyway. So yeah. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> so basically, what's going on? Uh, the MW kind of trying to jump into the book. There's this serial killer that's going around, you know, blowing up churches. Calls himself Saint John. Oh wow! Yeah, so Batman sends two of his proteges out, uh, Signal and Orphan. They go to try to, you know take this guy down they can't he's too much for them so since batman knows they can't take this guy down he sent two more of his protégés to take him down which is black lightning and katana and they make short work of the guy you know stuff like okay. that and black lightning's telling them that y'all need training y'all need to stick with me y'all need to listen to what i say you know stuff like that when next time we on missions signals get him a hard ass time he's like you're not my dad you're not batman who the fuck are you you know and just mad him shit like that so they're arguing so black lightning has a solo mission uh solo meeting with bruce wayne he was like what do you want me to do with these kids you're like they're yours now you, you train them like why because you don't want to be there with them basically yeah i got better shit to do batman just leaves he's like look this penthouse it's yours kids yours i'm done and just walks out so batman has his own shit to do because apparently these two metahumans uh were killed well one was killed and the daughter is you know getting away and apparently batman knows that there was this metahuman 
lab or facility that was cranking out and creating metahumans and batman did like some kind of witness protection program to put them in a safe place but now if the dad's dead obviously somebody's looking for them trying to kill them so batman just pops back up out of nowhere you know with the team telling him telling them uh y'all need to find you need to go to los angeles find the daughter well meanwhile i'm gonna try to find out who's out here trying to kill these metahumans that i'm setting up in a safe safe spot and batman just takes off Black Lightning is like, uh, I don't even know if we should even trust Batman because obviously you guys should have said it, should have heard the said he, the shit he said about you guys. Like he really don't even want to be bothered with you right now. And what Katana's like, you know what? Let's go do it. And yeah, that's pretty much it. So okay, how much happened? Just right. they don't trust Batman, you know. <laughs> but who does? It, so, it sounds like the 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 the, 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 the the old detective run was it Tinian? Who his run on detective with the oh, the Bat I, Family? The end. Something else happened. Something else happened. I'm gonna bring okay. it in right now. Okay. So the girl that is getting away that the metahumans found, uh, she was basically, uh, she is rescued by this guy named Caliber, and Caliber's from the future. She says Caliber's trying to rescue this girl because apparently in the future she starts like the new wave of metahuman superheroes, some shit. So she's like important to the future. So he's like a Terminator, shit like that. And basically said, like, the, the guy that's going around killing many humans shit like that, yes, Ra's Al So. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Dun, uh, yeah, so basically, so, we'll <laughs> so, yeah, overall, get the book 3.5 out of 5. I don't know if I'll stick with this story. The art, art is awesome, though. I don't know who they got to draw this book. This book is awesome. Well, I, was looking at, I was looking at it. I was looking at I was trying to see it. It looked like Lee, but it's not. I don't know. It's not Lee, but it's in its style. And the thing is, the story, the, okay, the, the writer of this story was the guy that did the Killmonger story. Oh, okay. Like Brian Hill or something like that. I can't remember that. But uh, the Killmonger story was awesome. This one didn't hit me, just grab me like that. But I'm curious to see where it goes. It's got Black Lightning, and I want to see what he does with Black Lightning. So, yeah. Okay. Still 3.5 out of 5. So. Okay. All right. Well, I'll go with uh, Boba Fett. Um, Star Wars Age of Rebellion. Boba Fett. These one shots that they've been doing lately. Um, you know, these uh, taking our favorite characters and just giving them, you know, a simple adventure. You know, nothing, nothing groundbreaking. Just a, a, a simple adventure. Um, it's 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 cool. I mean, if you the art, of course, you know, these Star Wars books have you know great art. Um, we're not learning anything new about Boba Fett. This is just, you know, Boba Fett on a job. You know, finding a bounty. You know, doing what he has to do to get his bounty. You know, it gives him. You, you kind of. It kind of gives him a little bit of a. Maybe he's got some chivalry where he's in some uh, code of honor because he's going after criminals that are fucking up. You know, these villages. But it turns out at the end, no, I'm just here for the money. That he really doesn't give a fuck. So that's about all we get from this story. It's it's just a Boba Fett story. If you're a fan of Boba Fett, you know, hey, it's cool. You know, um. I give it, I mean, I give it a 3.5 out of 5. It isn't nothing spectacular, but it's, you know, it does its job. But I know uh, we were listening, I was listening to Comic Cast. I, Shout I out to Comic Cast. Shout out to Comic Cast. Yeah. Shout out to Comic Cast. They shit all over this. They didn't really like it. Um, and I can understand, yeah, it doesn't, it, there's no point to it. There's, it doesn't, it doesn't say anything new about Boba Fett as a character, you know. And but I don't think it's supposed to. Maybe I don't know. Well, there, I mean that that um, the Princess Leia book was kind of cool. You kind of see how she got. You know, it, you got you got to see another side of her. But this is just you know, um, 
it's just a simple job. It's Boba Fett doing Boba Fett shit, you know. So I, I, you know, I don't think it needed to be like groundbreaking or some huge revelation. You know, Boba Fett's a woman or Boba Fett's gay or whatever. I don't know what they wanted to, you know, stretch Boba Fett as a character. But it's just a simple adventure story, which is kind of the point of these books. But um, so yeah, I kind of get it. But I noticed some of them were talking. They they didn't understand, and, and I, I hear this a lot lately, um, just from you know fans in general. Mostly newbies. I won't call them newbies. Fuck it. You know, and I'm not saying comic caster newbies. No, but I've seen this that people don't. Some people don't understand why Boba Fett is a popular character. Okay, why I'm gonna agree pop- with comic cast because I don't know. Okay, so I guess we're newbies also. I mean, let, let me before I know you're gonna get into some deep dark detail about what happened, but all he did was just show up and make a phone call. Um, yeah, I mean, if you, like I said, like, if you're like a younger fan and, and you just binge watch the Django is better. <laughs> yeah. If you like just binge watch this, you know, this trilogy or whatever, and you just see Boba Fett kind of show up, not do much. And then you see return of the Jedi where he falls in the, you know, the spike yeah, butthole and vagina. And that's it. Yeah. No yeah. I can see what's this big deal, you know? Well, I'm going to take it back now. Oh yes. Everybody sit on uncle Eli's lap. I'm going to tell y'all a story. <laughs> Don't get me too, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Boba Fett. You know, the first time I remember Boba Fett was his figure. Now, they say he showed up in the, in the you know, the holiday special. I was too young to watch it at the time. So, I didn't see when the holiday special first aired back in 70s, whatever it was. But I remember right before Empire Strikes Back came out, they released Boba Fett as a figure. You know, and back then, you know, Star Wars was the the shit. You know, it was the it was like the Avengers is now. You know what I mean? We were just fiending for anything Star Wars. And this was a new figure. And we're like, holy shit, this guy looks dope. I mean, in his car, you know, the, his, you know, the, the figure packaging, it just showed him, you know, flames coming out of his hand and shit. I'm like, holy fuck, who the fuck is this guy? You know, and apparently... He was in the new movie. So we see Empire Strikes Back. We see him. This He's just got this mystique, this mysterious, you know, nature. He He's after Han Solo. He doesn't, you know, he shoots a few times, but you're like, oh, this guy's kind of cool, you know. And he's part of this, like, criminal organization, the underground and shit, you know. So Empire comes out, and it's dope. It's, like, the best movie ever made. And then we wait three years. So in those three years, us old school Star Wars fans were playing with toys, you know, building his, you know, building up the character in our head. He became a fan favorite between those two movies, between Empire and Return of the Jedi. Boba Fett became like cool as hell because he was a guy. He was the guy that caught Han Solo and was in league with Darth Vader. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he was like a gangster. He was like, you know, or part of the criminal underground. He basically put Star Wars into the underworld. You know what I mean? Right. That he that's what he represented. He represented like the gangster, you know, street level shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Of Star Wars, you know. And that's where his popularity grew is between Empire and Return of the Jedi back in the 80s, you know. Of course, Return of the Jedi comes out and we see him get this cheap ass death where he falls into the butthole, the Sarlacc pit, right. you know, <laughs> which pissed off a lot of people. 
you know, they expect to be way off. more badass than that, right? Because they, yeah. they built up something more in their head. So. Yeah. And they gave him, like, this cartoon Wile E. Coyote death, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? And through even then, you know, like I said, Return of the Jedi was done. And we thought that was it for Star Wars. You know, there was 20 years between the that and the prequels. Between then, then he really got even popular. Books, comics, you know, the games and shit. Shadows of the Empire. You know, he was dope on that game. You know? Right. <laughs> you know, you know, and, and they, I even read the story where he survives the Sarlacc pit. You know, he crawls out of the Sarlacc pit. He bombs his way out. You know? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, somebody's going to make a yeah reference to that, so yeah. Yeah, so there's, like, been this big folklore because between, for the past two decades, or between the two decades of, you know, the original trilogy and the prequels, you know? And that's why, because of popular demand, George Lucas decided to create Jango Fett and give him this prominent role that he was the source of the fucking clone army and, right. you know... Right, killed a few Jedis and shit. And... Yeah, so that's why, you know? So I can understand people who just, like... All of a sudden, watch you know the Star Wars trilogy, and they're like, "Oh, who Boba, Boba Fett's kind of lame." I can see that, mm-hmm. but back then, no, he was he was cool because we had to, you know we had time to build up this his uh, his mystique. You know what I mean? Right. So that's just my Boba Fett spiel. <laughs> the comic, yeah, three out of five. <laughs> <laughs> but Boba Fett, seven out of five. <laughs> Okay, get valiant. <laughs> uh, am, I, am I up next? Yeah, good. Okay, cool. So we got a uh, next book we're gonna do Captain America number ten, written by okay. Tenny Hitch Colts. And mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, Eli, I can feel that it was written by Tenny Hitch Colts this time. It sure does. Yep, it <laughs> felt like it was a Colts book. Uh, yeah, basically Captain America is still in prison. He's been in prison for a while now. Still in prison. Still in prison. Uh, he has a fight with Baron Strucker because Baron Von Strucker has been like kicking the shit out of everybody. You know, he broke uh, Wrecker's legs like this. So he fights Captain America, but he's fighting him in a power damper where Captain America's like at half speed. You know, so Baron Von Strucker just kicking his ass too. But Thunderball, you know, or Doctor Franklin, which was like back in the Black Panther book, where Black Panther said, "You're not the Black Bruce Banner. You're the Black You, or whatever." You know, and he uplifted him because that's what Black Panther does to black people. So. Yeah, so all of a sudden he's no longer Thunderball. So he makes a deal with uh, Sue Storm, who I guess injects some kind of. Did you say you're the black you? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> but one of I can't remember the exact speech he gave. I know uh, Coach was like extra woke with that shit, whatever he said. Yeah, I... so... <laughs> or something. I can't remember. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, where was I? Okay, yeah, Sue Storm. Okay, so Sue Storm injects him with some kind of EP, EMP or some shit. So right before you know, Von Strucker like really kicked the shit out of Steve Rogers. Uh, uh, EMP sets off outside of Thunderball and it blinks out the whole prison. And so now Steve Rogers back in full strength. You know, kicks the shit out of Von Strucker, knocks his ass through the uh cell, and that's a prison break. The end. Mm-hmm. That's a- oh. and why. Why is he escaping prison? Right, because didn't he voluntarily put himself in there? Why? Yeah, he he went. He confessed, or he went to prison, and he, yeah, he turned himself in. Right. So. And now he's escaping. I don't know. Uh, all I know and is there's a whole bunch of really nothing happening with you know coats going on and on and on and on about the prison system. Yeah, I Message. got that. <laughs> I got that. Yes, I yeah. <laughs> 
I got all that shit. But I'm like, the t- where's the daughters of the fucking freedom or whatever the fuck? Right. Like, the, this that, will, this will be the like, next episode or that, a book. Wasn't that like two months ago? Three? How many months ago were they supposed to do some shit? Well, they're supposed to do some shit next issue. But he's they promising this show up then. He's yeah. They came up like a couple issues ago. And like did nothing. No and, reference. Nothing. They're not doing anything, you know. And I'm like, hey, I'm native. I'm like, hey, is that Echo? Oh shit! Right. <laughs> native in a comic book. I better read it. And nothing. <laughs> Coach is dangling the character in front of you. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, this is drag. It's starting to drag, man. It it is. It's, it's starting to drag. It's, it's it's, the, drag. The book started off awesome. Yeah, it did. Like all this shit, I was like, "Damn, Coaston found a way to actually learn how to write a comic." <laughs> now he's just doing the same bullshit he's doing before. It's like, oh yeah, shit! Just people talking, just fucking panel and panel of word bubbles and people talking. <laughs> yeah. Like we get it, Coast. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully to pick up next year. I, I'm gonna give it a three out of five. I don't even know why the fuck I picked this book up. I was just like, fuck it. What's well, on my? It's on my fucking pull list. So, <laughs> right, because the book started off so great. And I was like, I actually yeah. felt bad that I fell off on Captain America. I was like, I love Captain America. Uh, Coach just seems like he's finding how to write a comic and knows how to write it better than he did Black Panther. So maybe it's gonna be a good book. And I'm reading it, just like, oh shit, Coach being Coach again. Oh, yeah, he's. Just, it's just starting to drag. It's starting to slow down. And yeah, I give it a you know yeah, three out of five. I guess. Do I want to say three out of five? I yeah. guess we're. Three out of five, I guess. I just, just, I mean, it just slowed down when he went to jail. That's all. Yeah, and he's still, he's been in jail, and he, and, well, he's getting out of jail now. I guess he's breaking out. Of well, jail. for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be a fugitive again. Like <laughs> he turned himself in. Like that's. I don't know. What the fuck, man? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. You, you got you got any more books? Um, I got these Conans. Conans, plural. Ooh. Okay. Um, Double Dose of Conan, Conan number six, Conan the Barbarian number six, um, The Life and Death of Conan, more of the same. Um, basically, this witch, uh, the Blood or the Crimson Witch, has been after um, Conan his whole life because his blood is full of, you know, brutality. The more people you kill and the more you survive death, your blood becomes potent. So she wants his blood to resurrect the this blood god. And um, it's just been going throughout his life, all these different adventures, all these different things that he's survived and the different armies that he's joined and all the, you know, just the, the life. And we, this has basically been just the life and times of Conan and all the different shit he survived. And meanwhile, this witch, it's like the subplot. She's basically after him. So we just see him like join this other uh, army in the desert and, you know, he's been fighting with them and soon, but, but then he breaks off and becomes a bandit and, you know, just him, just him doing Conan shit, you know? And we're, uh, and meanwhile, like, they're like, we, the, the kids and, and the witch are waiting for him. This basically sets up, you know, this, it sets up the plot line that puts him, that gets him captured. I think in, was it, uh, the first issue? Where he's an old man, he's King Conan, he's all old, and he gets captured in that issue. So this sets this issue sets up that army where he basically puts him in, you know, the position to become king in this issue. So it's it's set up. 
So it's fun. It's four out of five. I get it. You know, the art is cool. So that's the thing. I'm also reading Savage Sword of Conan. And the writing is better in the Savage Sword, but the art is better in Conan the Barbarian. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so number six, that was uh, Conan the Barbarian, four out of five. And, the, and I have Savage Sword of Conan, um, the conclusion. So this wraps up the, um, the cult of Koga Thun, that story arc. So okay. basically what's been happening – a uh, quick recap: uh, Conan was on this slave ship. He escapes with a with a slave, helps him escape. Um, he steals this mat, this box. He thinks it's got treasure in it, but it turns out it's got this magic sand, and it basically implants this treasure map in his mind. So he has all these visions about this treasure map and where to find this treasure. So he basically him and this um, this uh, other his homie, this other guy in the slave ship. They go looking for this treasure and they go to the city where this that's ruled by this wizard. And this wizard is after the treasure, too. You know, and it turns out that the wizard's looking for the map, you know. So Conan and this homie team up with this librarian, you know, and they're and they start looking for the, you know, they find out that the map is in Conan's head and Conan knows where to go. So Conan's been they're They're fighting their way through the city. They're fighting all these monsters and zombie men to to get to, you know, to get to this treasure. Um, his homie gets, you know, in the last issue, they fight the wizard and his and his cronies. They're like these lizard snake guys. And um, his homie gets bitten by the lizard snake tattoo. Like he's got a snake tattoo. And it comes, the snake comes off his arm and it bites the guy. Oh, wow. You know? And he can turn it, yeah, it'll also turn it into a knife. Like the snake will come off his arm and turn into a dagger and shit. Pretty cool, you know, this wizard, this gnarly-ass wizard. So the snake bites his homie and he gets infected with the wizard's poison and the wizard can control him, you know. He can control the, the guy through his venom. But, you know, so that leads us to this one, to this issue. Um, Conan basically says, you know, hey um, – I got to kill you, you know, and the guy's like, cool, because I don't want to betray you. This guy's infected me with this venom and I'd rather die. So Conan cuts off his head and shit, you know, and they find the treasure, they find the ship and it's got, but instead of it being like jewels and treasures, it's basically a bunch of scrolls that are made for spells and magic, you know, and that's what the wizard was after this, all these like magical spells that are written on all these scrolls. And um, Conan's like, oh, fuck, I did all this shit for nothing. I, I thought I was going to get rich. So he basically says, fuck this shit and just starts killing everybody. And there's a battle, you know, <laughs> there's a battle. There's this cool battle. He ends up killing all the cards, killing all the fucking, uh, you know, kills the wizard, chops off his head. And the, and the wizard basically, uh, you know, his body like disintegrates into a bunch of snakes. That's really that was really cool. <laughs> okay. So. You know, he's like, oh, man, I, you know, I got I, this was all the shit for nothing. You know, so I'm going to go on my merry way. But before he does, he decides to free all the slaves in the city. He's like, all right, you're free from Kogathun. The wizard is dead and he's holding up the head of the wizard. And like, you're all free. Go, go, you know, go be free men. And that's that's it. So that's the end of the story. End of this run. Um, end of the story arc anyway. So this was four out of five. This is a lot of fun, you know. So, yeah. Um, what else? Oh, shit. Are you done? Yeah. You, you oh. get all my books, so. <laughs> okay. Murder Falcon, number eight. Okay. Um, this has been one of my favorite books lately. 
Murder, Fal- Murder Falcon, Daniel Warren Johnson, art and writing, basically about this metalhead and his band, this guy, Jake, um, he had cancer. He kind of lost his, uh, you know, hope in life. He had to quit his band. Um, and it's just about, you know, him going through all this depression, but then he gets visited by this mutant Falcon monster. They call him Murph, the murder Falcon. And he has this big giant robot arm and he's sent from another dimension to kill all these demons that are invading earth. But he needs the power of heavy metal music to give him the strength to do so. So he needs Jake and his band to play metal while he battles these demons. So this is the last issue. We've, uh, you know, the demons are invading earth. The band hooks up with the Japanese uh, orchestra and they get um, they get picked up by the military. So they're on the ocean on these aircraft carriers, the band and the, and the orchestra are on an aircraft carrier in the middle of the ocean. And there's these big giant stacks of amplifiers on this fucking ship. And they start playing and all these big kaiju monsters are in the sea and murder Falcon is killing everybody and killing all the monsters. But then, uh, Jake has to go down to the heavy. It's like this other dimension where, where, you know, metal was born or whatever. And he goes down there and he, you know, finds the metal God, which is Lemmy from, uh, from Motorhead. He's the metal God. And, <laughs> and it turns out that fucking, um, the power of metal is not, uh, it's, it's not, it's not from people like trying to, uh, you know, it's not from – it's basically the power of the music comes from people that are trying to, um, you know, call it, call back the people that are destined to die or whatever. The people that are have that are going to die and that's where the power comes from. People who are basically sacrificed themselves for the greater good, that's where the power comes from and that's what uh, – in his last dying breath – I just spoiled it. Jake basically blows the horn of the heavy and that destroys Magnum chaos. And he ends up dying at the end. But as he's dying, his spirit goes and and meets Ronnie James Dio, uh, who's a, for those who don't know, he's one of the biggest metal. He used to sing for black Sabbath. He had his own band Dio. He was one of the, he's, he's the one who coined the, uh, the metal horns, the symbol of the metal horns. Okay. Cause I had no idea who that was. Yeah. Ronnie James Dio. So he meets Ronnie James Dio and him and Murph, they all go to the next, you know, wherever that is, the next plane of existence. And I gotta say, this book gave me shivers reading it. You know, it's crazy. It's 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 a really good ending of the story, but like I said, as stupid as this book sounds, you know, monsters fighting monsters through metal, it's had a lot of dramatic weight, and it really made you care about the characters. So, so yeah, this is a five out of five for me. I mean, this is the last issue. I hope that they continue the story. I don't know how, if they're going to, you know, unless Jake comes back to life somehow or something, I don't know, or he becomes another, if he becomes like a, 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 a demon slayer too, but this was a great book. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> you know? Okay. So yeah. And that's all I got. All right. Oh, uh, shoot. Yeah. That's all we got. Like I said, we got an epic show. We got a lot of, hopefully you stuck with us. Uh, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, and subscribe. We have a sister podcast, Geek Savs. Uh, we also have Common Cast, who probably did the same books we did, but who knows. Uh, Geek Valiant, 
Just Geeks and Comics, Voodoo TV, probably some more, but I forgot. Oh, well, just listen to them. They're on OurWayGeekery.com in the podcast section. They're there. Uh, <laughs> next week, we're just going to review some more books. I guess we're going to hold off because it's going to take a while for something else to come out. So we're just going to keep doing what we normally do. John Wick, man. John Wick comes out. This John Wick does come out. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I see it open the weekend. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. And I love you 3,000. You're making me feel I can do, I can do anything